Okay. All right. All right, coaches. Hey, welcome to the Championship Vision Podcast. Coach Kevin Furtado here. Back episode, Jason, 332. So we're so excited to have Jason Alexander on the podcast. Uh, Jason's he's going to tell you a little bit about himself, but we have him on because he won last year's 6A Georgia High School State Championship, his team at Alexander High School uh, in Douglasville, Georgia. Um, and uh, his team had a great year. He's actually he coaches with my good friend Michael Brooker out there uh, at Alexander. And uh, of course, uh, Julie Brooker out there, who I coached back in high school, back in the day, Jason. So uh, shows how old I am. But Jason, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Yeah. And hey, we, we put together this clinic because I wanted to gather all the high, I think high school coaches actually have an insight, probably more than college. There's a lot of great college clinics, Jason, you've been to. But I love listening to high school coaches and see what they do best. So, um, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, your career. I know you've been at two schools, which is pretty amazing. Great success, over 500 wins. Uh, talk about your career and uh, what you're doing now. You know, um, I was fortunate. Uh, I got to uh, go back and coach uh, at my former high school where I played. Um, so they let me back. Uh, that was the first thing. Um, so that, that was exciting. Um, you know, I started my career really as mainly a defensive guy. Um, you know, I was always a full court press guy. And, you know, our teams at Lithia, you know, that's what we were known for is our pressure defense. And, um, you know, that's what made us successful. Um, we brought that over uh, to Alexander, um, but the last couple of years, the you know the team that we've had uh, really wasn't that type of team, and uh, so we've we've kind of had to uh, change uh, change with our personnel, which goes back to what you said about coaching in high school. You you've got to coach uh, your kids and and not be necessarily married uh, to a system. And uh, so we've had to tweak some things. And, um, you know, uh, because of that, I think we were, we were really successful uh, last year. Yeah, and, you know, I'm looking on your resume. It's like you've had a lot of Sweet 16s, Elite Eight, Final Fours, Jason. What, what I mean, and, and what got you over that to the state championship? What was kind of the key? for this year uh, with this team at Alexander? You know, we were number one, you know, we were very talented. Um, you know, we had multiple uh, college basketball players. Um, and, you know, we had the 6A player of the year, uh, Braden Lou. And I think the biggest thing that our kids bought into was sharing the basketball. And, you know, it's tough when you've got, you know, four guys that are, you know, maybe college players. A lot of times they're trying to pad their stats to, to get a better offer. And I thought that, that this team just really bought in to uh, sharing the ball, 
bought into just, you know, playing team basketball. And I was really proud of them for that. And, and I think that's, that's why we won. Yeah, no doubt. Um, it's always about that unselfishness, players playing their roles. Talk a little bit about Alexander basketball, kind of your philosophy there. I mean, what are some, what are some key things that you guys do that um, it might be different than other schools, but kind of, uh, kind of build your culture there? What are some key things, kind of dive into your culture a little bit there at Alexander? You know, I mean, number one, it, it starts uh, with humility. Uh, you know, we talk a lot about uh, being humble, um, appreciating uh, what we have, the opportunity that we have to play, the opportunity we have to, to go out there on Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday night and, and put that uniform on and uh, go compete. Um, you know, we're real big on, on team. And, uh, you know, we, we do a lot of things, you know, where we try to, where we try to foster that. Um, and, you know, you know, as well as I do, you, you've got to get buy-in from our kid, you know, from your players. Uh, and I felt like our seniors really balled into that. Um, you know, I mean, we do a lot of toughness things, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, we've been known to get in the, the wrestling room and, and do some activities to, to create toughness. Um, you know, uh, but but it, it all goes back to, you know, are you willing to to sacrifice for your brothers? And and that's that's the key. And it doesn't matter if you are, you know, the the top eight in the rotation or if you're a guy number fifteen. Somewhere that fifteenth guy has got to sacrifice. Uh, maybe it's his playing time this year, but. You know, we had some kids, man, I'm telling you right now, we, we had a, a group of kids on our scout team that just did a phenomenal job of, of really watching film and, and being prepared on uh, what the other kids, the other team was running and just really did a, a great job. Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't, they don't see what, what those kids contributed, but it, it was huge. It was huge for our success. Yeah, and you get, you know, you said you have tremendous talent, and sometimes you can have five great players, but if you don't have players in practice pushing them, that's hard to do. So talk that's about right. that a little bit, how your role players kind of probably probably were not as good, right, Jason? But they 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 competed and really made the uh, your your top guys kind of work. Yeah, and and the other thing is, you know, and and we do this a lot. You know, we mix our teams up. You know, we, we, we mix it up in practice. You know, uh, we normally, Braden will be, it might be Braden and, and four four guys off the bench against the, the other four starters. So, you know, we put him in a, in a really tough situation uh, on a daily basis. Um, and then, you know, we balance it. And then, like you said, we we'll, a lot of times we'll have our starting five go against each other. And, and, and then those other guys compete. Sometimes – you know, we'll give, you know, the, the team with less talent, you know, maybe we'll get, start them off with 10 more points in a segment. And then, you mm -hmm. know, we play it live after that. So 
you know, it, it's stuff that a lot of other people do as well. It's just this is what worked for us. Yeah, and Jess, you're very, very fortunate. Do you feel like winning a state championship, there was some luck involved? Or do you really believe that your team, your culture kind of made your luck? I mean, there's different, I mean, sometimes, you know, fouls, injuries, things like that um, are just bad luck sometimes. You know, uh, our coaches, um, I'm very fortunate to have three guys um, that coach for me that, that I coached at Lithia. And, you know, we've talked about it, you know, when they were coaching with me at, at Lithia, you know, we had a couple of teams, we had two or three teams that, that could have won. Um, you know, we had, you know, the final four year, you know, uh, we could have won that year. Uh, we missed a free throw. We would have won in regulation. Instead, we lose in overtime to Jonesboro. Um, I think it is a mixture of what you said. I think we created a lot of our luck, but I also believe that we were very fortunate. You know, one ankle injury, one, you know, like you said, uh, uh, somebody fouling out or, you know, uh, so, so we were fortunate in, in that sense that we didn't have any major injuries. We didn't have somebody, you know, uh, get sick, you know, in the final four or, or the state finals. So we, yes, right. we were fortunate, but I, I thought we, we did a, a lot to create our own luck as well. Absolutely. Yeah, man. That's no doubt about that, Coach. Uh, before you get into your topic, I, and I, the coaches out there, Jason's going to be at our Legends Clinic talking about his transition offense into the five-out uh, motion and so forth. I'm really excited about seeing how he teaches that. Um, but talk a little bit about your run last year. Talk about were there any games where you go, oh, man, we could have lost in the state tournament. Well, um, tell us a little bit about your run and your, your championship game on that. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm going to say that, that it started the year before. Um, we were really good uh, the year before. We And going back to the luck, we had some un unfortunate things uh, that, that took place uh, during the region tournament uh, that, that was out of our control. Uh, we got a bad draw in the second round. We had to go to Grovetown, um, you know, and I thought in that game, I thought that, uh, that we were, we were not tough. Uh, I didn't think that we were mentally tough enough. Um, you know, so one of the things that, that we decided that, you know, on that ride back home is we were going to make sure that our kids had faced every situation uh, that, that we could put them in uh, in our schedule uh, this past year. Uh, I believe that we were rated the number one toughest schedule in 6A, and I think we had the fifth overall toughest schedule in the state of Georgia. Uh, we went and, and we played some really, really good teams. You know, we, we played Grayson non, uh, you know, out of region. We played, uh, uh, was it uh, West? It was West Side out of Memphis, uh, out of out of region. Um, we played uh, Hagummit. Um, uh, two really good teams, uh, state championship team out of out of Florida. 
Uh, we played Hoover. I mean, you know, so we, we went yeah. and, and faced some adversity uh, on the road, uh, you know, and, you know, I, I thought that by the time we got uh, to the state tournament, we were battle-tested. And, you know, so, you, you know, you go through, you know, the state tournament, you know, we were very fortunate. Uh, we had to go, we had to go to Jonesboro. Uh, they had not lost on their home floor. We had to go there, play them. Uh, you know, Dan's a very good coach. They were prepared. His kids are really tough. And it came down, you know, it came down to the end. You know, uh, they hit a shot after the buzzer, you know, could have gone either way. And we were fortunate enough. That was in the Elite Eight. Um, then, you know, we played Etowah. A really good team, really talented. Uh, Jason uh, does a great job coaching them. Super, super job. And uh, you know we're down eight with what three, three thirty, three forty-five to go. And you know our kids have been in that situation before, and and we were able to to survive that. Um, you know, then in the state championship, you know I I felt the first half I thought we settled for perimeter shots way too much. Uh, at the half, you know, we, we discussed, uh, we might want to start by going inside, attacking inside with Braden, and then everything was going to loosen up. Once we started doing that, you know, there really wasn't anything uh, that they could do to stop us. We had a mismatch and we took advantage of it. Yeah, you guys were, yeah, for sure. You guys were definitely battle tested. Uh, sometimes, right, Jason, you win by losing, right? So I think a lot of coaches are afraid of actually losing on the scoreboard, but actually winning in preparation for those tough battles later, right? Yeah, I, you know, and, and the, the school I, I was struggling to remember was Sagemont. You know, Sagemont mm -hmm. was nationally ranked. Uh, we went and played them in Jacksonville and, uh, and, and upset them. Um, but, you know, we, we lost a tough game to Grayson. You know, we got better from that. We lost a tough game uh, to Hoover. Uh, you know, we got better from that. So, yeah, you know, that, that was our biggest thing. We we're, we're going to go find whoever we could play, and uh, hopefully it was going to get us uh, ready for the state tournament. Yeah, absolutely. And that, really quick before you go into your offense, um, how do you handle losses? Like, what's your preparation? Are you – Certain coaches are like, and they go in and they're, they're, you know, they're demanding certain things and they're really tough on their guys. And certain coaches maybe are just take out one thing they need to work on. What's your philosophy on handling a loss? Um, first of all, I mean, I take it very difficult. You know, <laughs> I probably stay up till two, three in the morning that night. Um, I don't like making rash decisions. A lot of people oh, we got to change the lineup or we got to change this. I'm going to give it 24 hours. Uh, but then we're right. really going we're, we're to look at the things uh, that we did not do well, and, and we're going to try to, uh, you know, hit on, on those aspects and, and try to improve on those, those weak areas. Right. For sure. I think sometimes coaches kind of make too many changes after losses. And don't you feel like the players lose confidence maybe in the coaching staff because of that? Is that um, yeah, you just yeah. got to keep doing what you're doing? 
yes, keep keep believing in what we're what we're doing. And you know, sometimes I go back and I look in the mirror and and you know, we'll call them in, you know, the next day and I'll go, hey guys, I blew this, this, or this. You know, you you can't have too big of an ego to to not, you know, look yourself in the mirror and go, hey guys, you know what? I shouldn't have called that right there. Maybe I should have called this or you know, um, and, it, and it goes back to what we said at the, at the beginning, you know, humility. Um, and I think that, that, that starts with the head coach. Yeah, totally. totally everything, everything, everything is all about the leader at, at the top, how he, how he handles it, how she handles it. Hey, go into your offense. I know, I think, Coach, um, are you good? You got your huddle? You want to show some clips or whatever? Um uh, but we're, he's going to uh, – Jason's going to talk about his transition offense into his five-motion uh, offense and so forth. So go ahead and dive in a little bit, Coach. Well, the, the first thing I'm going to say is for, what, 24 years, I was a four-out, one-in guy. Right. And uh, with Braden Lou, I felt like to utilize him the best – we went on, we went to the, to the five out, you know, so it was very uncomfortable for me, uh, at that stage of my career. And, um, but you know, the, the thinking behind it is we could create more mismatches with Braden, not only having the ability to play inside, but also being able to play outside. Right. Now, I'm going to try and pull this up. I don't know. Okay. Can you see that? If um, – did you click share screen? Uh, hold on. All right, let's see. All right, share and screen. And then uh, – your your um, your video should come up if you click your. All right. Okay. Can you right, see that? Up. All right. Yes, sir. So you know, one of our base things is in transition. Uh, you know, we go into our, our drag, and I and I know a lot of people. You know, run run that. Um, this will give an example. All right. So you see Braden coming to set the ball screen there. Okay. Now, even in the state championship game, we don't always do everything correctly. So our, sure. our guard right here, once we start attacking right there, he should flow to the corner. Then we should have on the ball side, that guy should be lifting up. You see our kid on the baseline doing exactly what he's supposed to do. We're really trying to take that help. If you can see what I'm pointing at, we're trying to take right. the help there away, but he didn't do a good job uh, <laughs> right there. But because the other guys did a good job, he still gets a, a good drive. So now we got a one-on-one -on -one situation. He just didn't finish it up. We get another situation here after a bad defensive effort there. Got the drag action going again. 
and now we've got a shooter here. We've got him cutting back door. He stays with him, mm -hmm. and we get a middle drive off the drag screen. And that's that's our rising sophomore who's going to be really good. Yeah. What's his name, Coach? Gregory Pops Dunson. <laughs> He's an hey, old what man. What is your screen? <laughs> hey, what old is your screen? Do what now? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Coach. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I said he, he's an old man and a young man's body. He's got an old man game. I love <laughs> it. That's right. That's right. YMCA. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's hey, see coach. what we got here. Your screener, your screener and your drag screen, does he roll or looks like he pops? Okay. So that, that's a great question. Um, you know, with Braden – in the past, we always rolled, but he's so dangerous on the perimeter now that we've given him the option to roll or pick and pop. Um, with our four man, we usually pick and pop, which, you know, opens up the drive more. Sure. So that's our thinking there. Now, the next thing that I'm going to talk about in the clinic is our away series. So here you see the balls over here. Braden is going to set the screen here for our guard. If okay. this guard, if he jumps high, then he's going to backdoor a cut and we should be able to hit him there in the paint. Um, if, if he's sunk down and we can just catch it here at the three point line, just kind of fade off of it we've got a, a good look at a three um the other thing is if he's trailing him then we're going to curl off that let's see what read we make right here all right he does the curl so we'll curl right into a, a post rescreen okay he didn't attack he got fouled He's got to do a better job right there turning the corner. All right. This was one of our sets, and I just added this. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kevin. That's all right, Coach. All right, it's coming right for this again. I apologize. <laughs> Hey, do you run all your ball screens up high? I mean, do you run any wing screen or wing ball screen? Or is that looks like you're you're a high ball screen team? We're more of a high. Um, we do some stuff, uh, you know, getting downhill uh, or you know off the wing. Um, but most of my stuff is is high ball screen. All right. I'm going to show – we're going into one of our sets here. Um, and this just goes back to what we had said. Getting some getting some more space. Um, this was – you know, this is one of our five high, our five high series. Um, we've got the – we've got our four-man. He's going to seal right here. Then what you're going to see is Braden's going to go down here 
on a on a zoom screen we're going to get a handoff here so we get the flow the whole flow going back to the other side then you're going we're going to run uh noah melson who was uh he's going to uh chattanooga uh we get him he's a really good shooter so we're going to get him coming back off a, a double screen okay So there's the zoom, we get the handoff, and then we got Noah coming off the double. Gotcha. And so we had some different looks out of our five, five high that we were pretty successful with this year. All right, so we got the drag. You, what's your philosophy? You know, have the shot clock. Yeah, go ahead. I was just, you know, that was just another, an, another uh, uh, drag situation. Go ahead, Kevin. Um, is your philosophy just to run kind of a, you know, your high ball screen action, or you try to go right into a set? Like, do you run actions, or do you run some type of ball screen continuity? What's, what's your, it looks like you run a lot of actions. You know, we, we run, you know, first of all, we're going – if we've got numbers, you know, we're going to attack. Uh, but we, we really like to run um, – a lot of stuff out of our transition, either either you know start with the drag or uh, go into you know the the away series. Um, then we want to just kind of flow into five out, uh, but then you know we can also slow it down, and and we do have some some pretty good sets that we go to. So we mix it up, and and I think that's probably one of the biggest differences. Uh, between, you know, kind of my philosophy uh, here the last few years than it was early in my career. Now, do you run your, on your transition, do you run a big to the rim or you run almost like a, a two-sided break? So, so what, what, you, what you see is if, you know, like if Braden gets the rebound and he's trailing, then he's either going to go into the drag or he's going to go into the way. Okay. Um, you know, if, if our four and, and, and we do it with our four man, but if, if Braden doesn't get the rebound, then we've got him rim running and that's our first look. For sure. All right, let's see. Absolutely coach. All right, here we get an offensive rebound. We're kind of in a scramble situation, but we get it up top. So we – gummit. All right, we do a zoom here. Mm -hmm. We get it to the top. Now, if you look, our guy that set the, the original screen, he ended up going – when he goes through – on the backside, we'll set a little flare screen. So what you saw, saw there was, yeah. yep, was a flare yeah. screen for Braden. He didn't make the shot, but you know, I, I thought he got a pretty good look. So usually for us on the backside, we're going to do some kind of flare action. Okay. You know, you don't see that many flare screens, do you, Coach? Um, I know at the girls' level, God, we, 
don't think we see any flare screens. What about the voice line? Do you see that, Mimi? You know, um, Jason uh, Dazinger, he does a he does a great job. Uh, Etawa, you know, they they do a lot of uh, a lot of flare screen action. They they've got some good stuff that they do. Um, you know, Grayson has a, a couple good uh, flare uh, actions. We don't see it a whole lot, you know, uh, but we try to do a pretty good bit of it. Sure. All right, so we've got in our five out. We've got the ball at the top, floor spaced. We got the two wings up high. We got the two guys down low. Uh, our low man, he's got to set up the screen and and rub off. Um, we've got Braden here up high. So a lot of times, if we've got a really good, if we've got a mismatch here. We'll just have Braden dive, and now he'll get that post seal right there. So that's, you know, another way that we can get him the ball. Uh, I'm trying to remember what we did right here. Let's see. All right, he sets it up. We rub off. Okay. We get the flare this time with Braden, and you saw he slipped it. Did you see that? I saw that, yeah. You know, so for, for us, that, I mean, you know, that's a good thing when he's the guy that dives through, he's going through to set the, the flare screen. If you don't honor him, he's going, he's mm -hmm. going to slip it. And then we get it to him like that. And, you know, more often than not, he's right. going, he's going to make good plays. Yeah. I love how you use your best player as a screener, which actually frees them up. Uh, a lot of teams don't do that. Yeah. So right there, we didn't do a real good job. I'm just going to be honest. Um, Braden setting the screen. They were under. So, you know, he had the opportunity to take that shot. We could have got a re-screen. But actually, we had a decent uh, mid-range jumper. What's a good shot in your offense? Well, what's a great shot in your offense, Coach? I mean, are, do you accept mid-range, or are you looking for layups or threes? Or? You know, I mean, of course, we all want layups, but, you know, one of the biggest things that we track is, you know, multiple passes. You know, we make a pass. Uh, you know, our, our philosophy is good, better, best. And, you know, when when we pass up that good shot to, to get the better shot to the teammate and then he passes that up, and then we get the best shot, the wide open look. I don't care if it's a three. I don't care if it's a two, you know, but if it's the best shot out there, that, that's what we're looking for. Right, for sure. So what we're going to see right here is, you know, we're uh, the ball gets to the top. Uh, it looks like here uh, that was, let's see, that was Marvin McGee. He sees this guy's right here. He just kind of, he just kind of seals him. Braden doesn't come into the zoom action. His man's down here in the lane because I guess they thought he couldn't shoot. So he just mm -hmm. popped out. And now we just, you know, get a little pass and chase action. But he was so wide open, he just took the shot. So Noah's smart enough, he didn't even go down there. Did that make yeah, sense? That's a, great, that's a great read. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, we forget that that offense is pretty much a lot about reads, right, Coach? I mean, how I mean, how how do you teach that within your system? On that? I'm sure you do. 
you know, you know, one of the things is, you know, he saw that he, he wasn't coming. So, you know, he's, he's going to pass. And then our, what we do in the offense is he's going to then go screen for Braden. But, you know, like I said, Noah was a senior, you know, we've gone through this in practice dudes wide open. I'm not bringing my man down there to, to help guard him. So he made the right read. He was wide open. He knew he was going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. Smart senior. <laughs> hey, like I said, I, I was blessed. No doubt about it. Um, all right. So right here uh, at this point of the game, you know, we really didn't have a transition situation. So what we did, we went into one of our sets, um, Duke four, you know, which everybody knows, you know, we're going to run it at some point. So what we're going, we've got our four man, uh, Marvin McGee. He's going to set the, the high ball screen. We're going to get a pick and pop action. And then Braden's just going to get, he's either going to front and seal the guy or if he's being fronted, He's going to get good post position. We're going to throw over the top and and hopefully score. Get the pick and pop, get a good pass mm -hmm. up. He's going to go get it, and then a good finish inside. Yeah, I love that. Good little high-low action there. That's pretty good. Um, do you like him kind of stepping in and sealing, or are you – kind of holding off and looking for that lob. I guess he's such a good athlete, he can get the lob, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, with him, you know, if you're going to try to front, I, you know, um, he, he's going to do a good job, you know, creating space. And, and like you saw, you know, there, he's going to go up and get it. I mean, that's why he's a power five, power five guy. Um, and, and like I said, we were very fortunate to have him. Um, yeah. So here you're going to see, you know, we get back into the five out action. We get a screen. Then he just pops. So that's the other thing. The other aspect, this gets back into your reads, you know, whatever your offense is. So he comes, he sees that his guy, both of them went with, with Noah uh, both went after Noah on the on the handoff, and uh, mm -hmm. Jaquan just just read it. You know that's a pick and pop for him. Noah found him. He's wide open. Hits a big three. Now, what do you teach on? I mean, it looked like he probably could have could have shot fake and drove too. How how do you teach your reads on that? I mean, it looked like he did have an open shot. But look like the guy was running. He's probably quick enough to take it to the rim, too. Yeah, um, you know, it just depends on on the closeout. And and uh, yeah. Jaquan also is was a really good shooter, and he's one of those guys that he has supreme confidence that that he was going to make the shot. Uh, I think right there, he didn't think the guy could get there uh, for a, for a really good closeout. Um, but you know. We say if the guy's running running out at you, you know, out of control, we're going to shot fake uh, and mm -hmm. try to drive to the basket or shot fake one dribble pull up. Absolutely, Kitch. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing all um, kind of a little inside diving into into your, you know, your offensive system. I really appreciate you sharing this.
Well, I'm going to show you this last one. This is a good one. Okay. When you got that, you know, it makes it pretty easy. <laughs> but, you know, with all that, it, it goes back to, you know, guys, guys are always looking up the floor. You know, they're looking up, you know, to see if a, a teammate's more open. And, you know, really, you and I know the, the importance of that. Yes, sir. All right. You want to cover a few more clips, or Coach? You good? Well, kind of that's, up to you on that. I mean, yeah, that's that's all. That's all the clips I have today. Okay. You know, I, think I will be. I'll be able to show a lot more. You know, when we're on Love the court and and you know walking through, and you know you can you can kind of see uh, the reads. Um, you know, we do a couple other things out of our five out where I can you know talk to them about you know. You've, you saw some of the zoom action. We didn't get to see a whole lot of pass and chase. And uh, in those clips, we didn't see any uh, of our twist action. But those are all part of, you know, our five out. You know, those are all reads. Right. And some people forget that the five out, you get a lot of post-up opportunities too, just on basic, you know, screens and, and dives into the rim don't you coach i mean it's not all about perimeter game with the correct fly you know we we if we have a mismatch at the guard you know one of our things we do the the back cut you know especially if you're overplaying us we're going we're going back cut but if we don't get the back cut like if we had noah on the back cut and we've got him sealed right there well now we we can just dump it into noah right and and you know the, the it's that's also one of the things that we do we do a lot with Braden. Uh, we we were able to do it with Marvin. Sometimes he had a a smaller four man on him, and and we were able to do it with him as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's harder. It's harder. Like if a post was just sitting in the post, like even like your four out one in. If you had Braden just sitting in the post, it's probably easier to double rather than having him after a cut, right? Yeah, double, you know, he, he would get double and triple teamed, you know, which we saw that, you know, but now that we have yeah. him out on the perimeter and we space it with good shooters, now he makes that dive. It's a one-on-one -on -one situation. One-on-one, -on -one, exactly what you want, for sure. <laughs> All right, Coach, hey, any, anything you want to add to, uh, you know, I know, I know Coach Jason Slate's going to be at the clinic. He's going to dive in. Matter of fact, he's going to have a team there to demonstrate. But, Jason, we're also going to have a couple smart boards out there to show some of your clips as well so they can see both your team and also what you're doing on the court. Yes, sir. And, you know, one of the biggest things I'm going to talk about is, you know, what, what we said at the beginning, you know, not being married to a system, especially when we're coaching high school kids, you know. We don't know – we, we never know what we're going to get. And we, we've got to be able to, to coach the kids that we have. Uh, so true, so true. And, you know, you were very fortunate to have, you know, some, some really talented players, but you also 
you got the best out of them. You had them all in their roles, as you were saying before, you toughen them up with a tough schedule. So it's not all about talent, right, Jason? You got to get the best. Yeah, I mean, out. You, you know, we don't just roll the ball out every day. I can guarantee you that. Exactly. Exactly. All right, coach, thank you for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you September 17th and uh, seeing you and your coaching staff and everybody here in commerce. So uh, thank yes, you sir. for coming on. We're looking forward to it. Thank you, Kevin. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Coaches, this is Coach Kevin Furtado. I am the clinic director for the 2023 Legends Clinic Series, uh, which will be at Commerce High School September 17, 2023. Uh, today, we um, on September 17th, we're going to have uh, the Champion Summit, which is uh, the eight of the state champion boys and girls basketball coaches. Charmin White, head boys basketball coach at Pace Academy. Stephanie Dunn, head girls basketball coach at Mount Perrin Christian. Bob Martin, head boys basketball coach at Pickens County High School, but he was last year at Kings Ridge Academy. Roy Johnson, head girls basketball coach at Griffin High School. Jerry Hunter, head boys basketball coach at Westside Augusta. Courtney Mincy, head girls basketball coach at Brookwood High School. Jan Azar, head girls basketball coach at Hebron Academy. Uh, we also have Jason Slate, the head boys basketball coach at Alexander High School. Uh, we have a special guest, Jarrett Huntsinger, who's the head girls basketball coach at School of the Osage High School <clears throat> in Missouri. So, coaches, you're going to have nine great speakers, lunch, breakfast provided for you. We're going to have uh, Coach Teak Fields and his true at McConnell University women's team as our demonstration team. Make sure you sign up. Please email me at furtadok57 at gmail.com. I will send you the link, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the clinic. Take care. Share the end.